BGFF. I'm Lauren, the host of the Good Gluten-Free Grub podcast. Living with celiac disease has required constant adapting, and I am here to share how I live and love my gluten-free life and how you can too. I'm excited to be your new gluten-free friend. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Welcome back, gluten-free friend. Um, I'm coming at you late Tuesday night. I've procrastinated this episode until tonight because that's just how life goes at my house. Um, I'm the queen of procrastination, but I thrive under pressure. So when I have a deadline, (laughs) I can really crack things out and get things done. Um, So this past weekend in the States was Labor Day weekend. And um, we are just kind of recovering from a long weekend with family. We traveled. Um, and traveling means lots of food prep. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about um, our weekend and everything that I did to prepare for sharing an Airbnb with 21 other people. And um, and then I'm also going to talk about a unique situation that I was put in um, just yesterday and how I handled that and how it was uncomfortable for me and just something that hasn't happened to me in a long time um, with my celiac disease. So stay tuned for that. Um, So if you live in Utah or you're familiar with Utah, there is this incredible lake called Bear Lake and it's up the Logan Canyon and we have an annual tradition with my in-laws. We go and we spend a weekend there every summer and we typically go typically go in August, but we did go over Labor Day this weekend because it was just impossible to get an Airbnb that could fit us all at the weekend that we wanted to go. Um, Anyway, this town, it's called Garden City, it's small. So small town living is not convenient whatsoever for people who eat gluten-free. It is hard to find gluten-free food in a small town. And unfortunately, my parents live in a small town and it's hard for me to find food in their small town too. So shout out to any of you who live in small towns because it is so challenging and I just want you to know that you are seen and I know how challenging it is and I'm so sorry and I have empathy for you and I'm sending you a big hug and giving you all the support that I can through this podcast. Um, but yeah, so pretty much for the last, I mean, I've been married to my husband. We're coming up on our nine year anniversary and I've had celiac for seven of those nine years. So for years and years and years, I've been having to do all of my own food stuff in this town. And for the first couple of years, I would just eat at the pizza places that everyone would eat at and they had gluten-free options but it wasn't celiac safe but again I didn't know anything about my disease so I was eating the pizza at you know all of the places that do pizza on the night that we've been at the lake all day and I just would just deal with it (laughs) and I would get cross-contaminated and I would get sick but I never knew where it was coming from because I just didn't know anything Um, now I don't eat out at the places in town. I bring my own things and it is tradition that after a full day at the lake, we get pizza. So the last two years I have just brought a frozen pizza from town. Um, and I've brought my own frozen pizza because this small town has very limited gluten-free selection at their store. It's a small little market. It's not like you know, it's not a Walmart. It's not a Kroger. It's nothing like that. It is like a local supermarket that is owned by somebody who lives in that town. So not super gluten-free friendly again. So I typically pick something up from Logan or bring something from home. And, you know, it's not super enjoyable for me to not be eating pizza when everyone's eating at the restaurant or getting takeout or whatever. And everyone gets to sit around and eat this pizza. And I just 
you know, have to wait for my pizza in the oven for, you know, 12 to 15 minutes while I watch everyone else eat their pizza. So, you know, I do these things too. Like I, I have to do things that are not super comfortable or inconvenient, but it's like, I do those things because I want to eat pizza. I don't want to just bring like a meal prepped chicken salad or something like for dinner. Like I want to be able to eat what everyone else is eating. So I do the work. Anyway, a couple of weeks ago, I messaged my in-law group message and I just said, hey, what does everyone think about doing like a homemade pizza night instead of going out to get pizza, which is, you know, I'm asking them to break tradition. So there is a pizza place in Bear Lake called Ephraim's and they make a massive like quadruple the size of a normal pizza and it like feeds everyone and it's super fun because it's huge and everyone gets a picture with the pizza and the slices are massive and just this tradition that we've had. And so I asked them like, what do you think about doing homemade pizza night where everyone gets their own personal pie and everyone brings toppings and we just do like a pizza night. And my in-laws are super great. They're very accommodating and they're willing to, you know, help out wherever they can. And I really appreciate that. And they were like, yeah, that's fine. So I provided the dough and I used the dough from a local Utah um, gluten-free business called Rustic Scoop. They ship nationwide. I'm going to put the link in the show notes for their pizza dough because it is great. It's gluten-free certified and it is top eight allergen free as well. Um, And you can just buy the mix. You can make the dough. You can let it rise. And um, I have used this pizza dough now like three times. And so it's tried and true for me. So I knew purchasing dough from her was going to be, you know, was going to work out because this is dough that I've had that my gluten eating husband has had and is like, this pizza dough is great. Like we should do that pizza dough. So instead of paying you know, $9 for the two little crusts of cauliflower pizza and everyone decorate those. I thought it would be so fun to have like fresh dough and everyone gets to have their own personal size pie. So that's what we did. And I gave out assignments to everybody of things that they can buy and bring to the Airbnb. So I had uh, pepperoni assignments, marinara assignments, toppings, cheese, you know, all the veggies, olives, pepperoni, ham, like all that stuff. So we had tons of toppings and we had you know, this whole spread and, um, I had provided all of the dough. And so that was actually ended up being really fun because everyone, all the kids got to decorate their own personal pies. And then all the adults got to decorate their own personal pies and everyone loved it. All the gluten eaters in my family all really loved it. They thought it was fun and it was a fun experience for everybody. And so, you know, beforehand, me and my husband were like, okay, if this is like a bust, then we're just going to go back to the old ways where I'll get a frozen pizza and that's fine. But I decided to try something new and it ended up panning out. And now I feel like it was really fun and it might start this new awesome tradition. Um, But of course, on top of everything else that, you know, traveling like that brings, you know, I bring a big cooler and I meal prep quite a few things and make sure that I have everything for the lake day. We spend like the whole day at the lake. So, um, you know, I had to have to have my meal prep. And then I did ask like all of my in-laws I asked all my in-laws if they would be willing to just make sure all the snacks that they bring are gluten-free and they all did. So like there was no gluten issues going on. There was no like me being stressed out about my kids eating gluten and then all the nephews and nieces eating gluten and the adults and then like reaching into my chip bag or reaching into whatever. Like those are things that stress me out and those are things that can cause cross-contamination. So I just asked everyone to do it and they were all accommodating and they did it and it was great and we had a great time and no one missed out on anything gluten because... It's just one day. I'm just asking them for one day, two days 
to do gluten-free and then they all got to go back home to their homes and eat their gluten and they're super great about it. So I feel really grateful about that. Um, and so that, yeah, it was a good weekend we had a lot of fun and, um, you know, stayed up late, had lots of late nights and games and it's always fun to get together with family. Um, and then on the way there, we ate at Sticky Bird in Farmington. It's just really awesome. Um, like chicken wings, chicken strip place that they like use the wingers amazing sauce and they have a dedicated fryer for gluten-free for their wings, their chicken strips and their fries. And it's amazing. We ate there and I just love it. So if you're in Utah and you're looking for a place to try or a fun experience to be able to get sticky fingers or wings or whatever, I would recommend Sticky Bird in Logan. It's not Logan, sorry, in Farmington. It's off the same exit as Lagoon. So if you're going to Lagoon, there's not many options when it comes to eating at Lagoon either, but it's on the same exit. So you could like leave the park, go grab lunch and go back to Lagoon too. So just thought I'd throw that in there because it's a really great option. Anyway, let me get into the other little section. Um, this isn't going to be a super long episode, but I just wanted to talk to you about a experience that I had yesterday with some friends and um, just how I navigated that. Okay, so typically, not typically, I would say like 99, 99.9% of the time when it comes to like hanging out with friends or like having any sort of social gathering, I prefer to host and that's because I'm in control of the food and I'm in control of the safety of the kitchen and I know what's been cooked and everything like that. So I like to have control um, in these situations because when you go to somebody else's home um, and you don't know what they've been doing the entire day in their kitchen, you just have no idea how safe something is. And these are some of our good friends that we spend a lot of time with. And so um, they invited us over to come play games and like have like finger foods and like snacks and stuff to come in over and play games. And so, um, we, you know, we ate like lunch beforehand, but then we went over there and once we got there, I could see that the host was making guac and there was like some chopped like tomatoes and cilantro and like all these things on a cutting board. And so I was like, okay, maybe she's just making like guac and salsa. And I was like, okay, but like, yeah, I have no idea. (laughs) Like the, anything. I just don't know anything. And so my red alert flag goes off in my head where I'm just like, okay, am I going to eat this? Am I not going to eat this? Am I going to take a risk here? Um, anyway, so, um, yeah, anyway, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like describe this in the best way that I can without like, I don't know. Basically I just feel like bad going into somebody else's home and asking them to like do something for me or cook differently or don't do this or you can't do that, you know, because it's their home. And I'm like, I'm coming into your home and I can easily just decide not to eat. But because there was only four of us and they like had made like naturally gluten-free things, I didn't want to not eat anything. But anyway, here's what happened. Um, a timer goes off and the host opens the oven and pulls out a fresh loaf of bread. And I was like, oh my gosh, did you make bread? And he's like, yeah, sorry, it's not gluten-free. And I'm like, that's okay. I'm I'm not going to eat any or whatever. Then he pulls it out with the oven mitts. (laughs) He just plops it, like sets it on the counter and uses the oven mitts to get it out. So now the oven mitts are covered in flour and he's like brushing off the oven mitts over the sink and using like a hand towel to like clean his hands after he'd just been handling like the loaf that had flour all over it. 
luckily this was like away from where all the guac was being made, like a separate counter. But then I was like, then he like washed his hands and like had touched the bread, but then just dried off his hands, like, like the dust of the flour on the hand towel that was on hanging on the oven. So like I'm sitting here watching all of this and like basically just like tracking all these places where there's glue in. And so then I'm going, okay, like, anyway, I'm inside inside of me is like, I have to say something. I have to say something. I have to say something. I'm feeling really uncomfortable, but I'm like scared because I don't want to be like, I'm so sorry. Like the bread situation is stressing me out. Um, but I'm coming into your home and I'm going to ask you guys not to eat this bread or cut this bread or whatever. And they had made a topping like a bruschetta bruschetta. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm so sorry. Uh, bruschetta. I think that's how you pronounce it to go on the bread and they were like, oh, this is gluten-free. And I was like, oh, tell me what you use to make it. And they were like, pulled everything out and they used like an almond butter. And so I'm like, well, I know that that almond butter has already been dipped in because, you know, they're a gluten home. So I'm like, okay, now I, I know I'm not going to be able to have that, even if it were on the chips that they provided. And I'm like, that has made been made with the almond butter that has had the knives dipped in. <laughs> anyway, so I'm just like tracking all these things in my brain, trying to like, basically make an educated decision on what I'm going to eat and what I'm not going to eat right and it has been so long since something like this has happened like years like normally I'm in control of these situations and this is the first time we've ever gone to this friend's home and like eaten in their home they've been in our home many many times but this is the first time we we've been to their home anyway so the host was getting ready to chop up some vegetables like cucumbers and um carrots and stuff like that but she had just like take broken off a piece of the bread to try it and then was going to just grab the carrots to start cutting them and I just was like I have to say something I have to say something so I just was like hey listen like I'm like I'm so sorry I'm gonna be really annoying but I'm like if you don't mind maybe keeping the bread over there on that counter and if you handle the bread wash your hands afterwards because if you like I'm like just because you just like tried that bread and now you're going to cut the vegetables. I'm just like, I just wouldn't feel comfortable eating the vegetables because you have flour on your hands. And she was like, oh my gosh. She's like, this is my first time like ever like feeding anyone gluten-free in my home. So like, she's like, I really, really appreciate you telling me that because now I'm learning. And of course, inside of me, I'm just like <laughs> churning, churning with anxiety. Like, how am I going to handle this in this situation? And I was telling my husband afterwards that, I, that like during that time before I had had the courage to just say like, listen, I'm just like stressed about the bread thing. And like if everyone was eating bread and we're playing with cards and we're playing with dice, like that just stresses me out. And they were like, okay, we'll just like make our bread. We'll eat it first and then we'll wash our hands and then we'll play the game. Like we won't bring our food to the table or if we bring the food to the table, it'll just be like the carrots and the hummus and the guac and the chips. And I'm like, okay, that's perfect. So yeah, I had to have the courage to get out of my comfort zone, even though these are our good friends. And of course I know they're not, they're not going to be like, um, what, you know, and I don't want to tell them like, you can't eat this. I just like had to set a boundary and be like, you guys can eat the bread. That's fine. But I'm just a little bit stressed about the cross contamination. So if you wouldn't mind doing X, Y, Z, then I'll feel more comfortable. And they were like, 100%. Yes, we'll do that. That's totally fine. Anyway, then from there on, it was all fine. And I noticed every time everyone ate bread, they washed their hands afterwards. And then I just made sure when I washed my hands, I was using a paper towel and not using the hand towel because I knew that the hand towel was covered in flour. Not only that, like they had been making bread all day. Like it was like this six 
to eight hour process that he'd been making the loaf of bread. So I'm just like, I know there's been flour all over this house at some point and the kneading and the rising and the transferring and all that stuff, you know? So I was very aware. I am happy to report that I didn't, I'm not sick with any cross contamination. I haven't had any DH flare ups, nothing, but I did just eat carrots, peaches, and chips and guac. So that's all that I ate. And um, yeah, so any of you who are in this new situation where you are anxious because someone else is preparing preparing food, it's been a long time since I have felt that stress, but I did feel it. And it's almost like I needed to have that experience so that I could just have more empathy for all of you who may be following who are new to this and are experiencing that because because it has been so long since I have had a situation to deal with like that. I forget how anxious feeling it is and how stressful that feeling is. And sometimes it's best to not eat anything and that's okay. And it's okay to say, oh, you know what? I just don't feel comfortable. I'm worried about getting sick and I'm just a little bit stressed about that. Um, But you guys eat, that's totally fine. No problem. You know, set boundaries. But yeah, I'm glad I had this experience because it, you know, it helped me learn more and be more prepared, especially as a coach and a lifestyle coach. Um, and gave me this new experience that I haven't had in a while. And, um, just wanted to share it with you. I hope that you found it helpful or relatable or, (laughs) um, just happy to hear that somebody else goes through the struggle of this as well. And the struggle of social being social with food. And, um, I just want to encourage you to set boundaries and to speak up for yourself, to advocate for yourself and, um, have the courage to say something because it's really, really difficult to not do that and then end up paying for it for a couple of days because you were too scared to say something. But it's always worth saying something in a kind way and just saying, hey, listen, I'm so sorry. Like if you wouldn't mind, you know, if everyone wants to have bread, that's fine. But if we could everyone make it eat it first and then everyone wash their hands before we do this because I'm just worried about cross-contamination. If they're your true friends, if they're friends who love you and care about you and want to keep you safe, they're going to be 100% supportive, just like these friends were. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, Anyway, just wanted to share that story with you. And um, if you relate to it, if you feel it, if you feel it deep inside your heart and in your bones, (laughs) um, shoot me a message and let me know you heard this episode. I would love to hear from you. Anyway, last thing I want to talk about is the My Gluten-Free World Expo. I am having a booth this year. If you are in Utah specifically, I would 100% recommend joining my Facebook page. I'm going to put the link in the show notes, but the link is also in my bio on Instagram and on TikTok to join my Facebook page. On the Facebook page, I do everything Utah. So like not everyone on my Instagram, obviously, or TikTok is from Utah. Actually, majority of people are not. But this Facebook page is specifically made for people in Utah so that you don't miss out on the events, the social gatherings that I do every month, the restaurant meetups, the Utah specific giveaways. Like I'm doing an awesome giveaway with Good Earth Markets tomorrow and posting that on my Instagram is not ideal because my ideal follower for that is not on Instagram. It's on Facebook. So if you want to know more about Utah events, join the Facebook page, go to the link in my bio on Instagram, TikTok, or the show notes, and you can join that page. Um, And if you haven't heard about the My Gluten-Free World Expo, it is one of the biggest expos in the United States for gluten-free. Last year, they had over 10,000 attendees, and they're planning on 12 to 13,000 attendees this year. It's a huge expo. Everything's at wholesale price. You can stock up on everything that you need and love and you can try before you buy that's one of my favorite parts about this expo 
Oh, Jared. <laughs> Jared just sneezed and I just, I'm not even going to take it out. Um, you can try before you buy, which is the best part. And, um, if it's a brand that you've never heard of or you have seen, but you don't know if you want to spend the money on it, it's just awesome because you get to taste test everything. There's samples, so many samples, wear your stretchy pants. I will be having a booth where I'm selling all of my merch. I'm launching, um, I'm launching two new stickers. I'm launching, um, a new t-shirt and I'm having all of my other merch that has been available on my shop. So, um, anyway, I just wanted to give a shout out for that. You can get your tickets. I'll put the link in the show note to get show notes to get your tickets to that. Kids are kids under 10 are free. So that's awesome. If you have a celiac kiddo, a gluten-free kiddo, you can bring them to that and they can be get in for free. Um, and I'll also be doing a giveaway for multiple tickets as well on my Instagram. So make sure you're following there. And um, I think that's everything. Anyway, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for listening. Please leave a rating and a review on pod on the podcast, Apple app, or on the Spotify app. That really helps a ton. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a rating and a review. I would love to connect with you on my other social media platforms like Instagram and TikTok. My handle is at goodglutenfreegrub.